What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to the 60th premium chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Starseeds episode. As always, we are your hosts, Julian Fields and Travis View. Hey there, fellow cosmic travelers. Welcome to our stardome. We'll be exploring what part of the Draco constellation my reptilian bloodline originates from. Jake is gone this week, so we'll just have to assume he's Pleiadian and will one day return from his travels. We're going to try to have fun without him. It's hard, but we'll do it. I'm not sure yet what kind of light being Travis is, but we'll be taking a quiz later on to find out. In the meantime, here is Aaron Doty, who runs Expand Your Awareness with Aaron Doty, a YouTube channel with 882,000 followers explaining starseeds. Welcome back to another video. My name is Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now on this video, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit more about starseeds, understanding who we are at a greater consciousness level, understanding the multidimensionality of who we are and what our mission on earth is right now. Well, first off, let me just throw this out the gate right now. If you are here right now, then this is for you because you cannot perceive that which you are not the vibration of. So if you're here right now, synchronistically, maybe you saw the video as a suggested video, or maybe you just saw the video and you clicked on it, then this is related to you. Now let me explain to you why also. When we, stay star, when we say star seats, the implication of a star seed, by the way, is somebody whose soul has a strong connection to a parallel life on a different existence or planet. Now this might sound kind of woo woo, but understand that we are multidimensional beings. Now the key to this though is understanding that every single person on this earth is multidimensional. Now the reason I say this is because sometimes we're like, well, I am a star seed and they are not. Star seeds are just more activated or have processed a lot of the social conditioning and a lot of past experiences. So they're more aware of who they are. We all have connections to many different star systems because we are immortal spiritual beings living in a small human body for a small period of time. So we wouldn't incarnate all of our energy, which we are a vast being on just one planet. So all of his beads on his wrist are just shaking like rattlers yeah. uh, when he moves his arms around and gets excited about it. He's also in a giant apartment that's just yeah. echoing. Yeah, like he's just in a really nice place. He's a good looking guy too. He's an upper middle class, good yeah. looking guy who's decided to do this. Yeah. And he's huge. And they really? love him. The people, oh, 882,000 subscriptions oh, on YouTube. Oh my God, that's like twice as many as Praying Medic. Jesus. That is a million times more than Travis View. Yes, it is. They're destroying you out there, man. Yeah, right. And that's why you are going to attempt to nail down this incredibly nebulous star people or star seeds movement. And then I will be taking a disorienting dive into the community and a couple of its influencers. The star people. So I went ahead and attempted to sort of like research what star seeds are all about, like the same way I would research any other topic. But yeah. this was very difficult because mm -hmm. the whole... It's really like a community sort of uh, uh, improv project where yeah. everyone sort of makes their own sort of version of what a starseed is and this, mm -hmm. what the star people are about. And it sort of like coalesces into this weird 
community that doesn't it's not coherent in any way low intent um and low effort yeah so star seeds were popularized by the new age author and novelist brad steger in his 1976 book gods of aquarius ufos in the transformation of man uh, other books by seeker include the werewolf book occult secrets of the third reich and the wisdom teachings of the archangel gabriel so nice this is just one of his many sort yeah. of woo ideas and this one caught on. In Gods of Aquarius, Steger focuses on alleged UFO contactees and the spiritual implications of UFOs. He believes that the UFO provides contemporary man with a vital living mythological symbol which communicates directly to the essential self, bypassing the brain and manipulating historical conditioning. He contends that the UFO will serve mankind as a transformative symbol that will unite our entire species as one spiritual organism. But the real winner in that book was proposing the existence of a race of star people. He originally defined star people this way. Individuals who feel they bear within their genes awareness acquired by extraterrestrial interaction with humans in prehistoric or ancient times, and who have now been activated by DNA memory to fulfill a mission in assisting others in their spiritual and evolutionary advancement. Steger says that his belief in star people originated from his interviews of people he conducted in order to study what he believed be uh, paranormally talented individuals. This is what he wrote. In about 1970, interviewees whom I had hypnotized surprised me by departing from the sequence of the question to begin to speak spontaneously about their having dreams or memories of having come to Earth from some other planet. Some saw themselves as arriving on some kind of expeditionary unit in prehistoric times. Others perceived themselves as survivors seeking refuge from a devastating interplanetary war. Still others beheld themselves as beings of light, moving through space, reaching Earth, and acquiring physical form. You know, um, I mean, I, I believe this, that, you know, it's interesting that he says that in 1970, he starts having people who claim that they're aliens, which happens to be the year after the first moon landing. Yeah. When the whole nation was dreaming about the possibilities of, of space travel. And they're probably yeah. like, like, you know, the, the expansiveness and the possibilities with space is probably in the sort of national consciousness. And yeah, it's also like the kind of decade where we started to do psychedelics nihilistically. I gotcha. The 60s were hope, hopeful psychedelics. Oh, you gotcha. We're the 70s was like let's trip but for fucking pleasure and then by the 80s it was like why trip let's just do cocaine yeah, right. alone now steaker separated these star people into four categories the refugees the utopians the energy essences and the helpers god man so the refugee alien scenario uh surfaces from men and women who claimed memories of having come to earth after they fled their native planet because of great civil wars or cataclysmic natural disasters so i guess the superman krypton kind of scenario in some cases they seem to recall having come to this planet on a kind of reconnaissance mission and crash landed here so so it's the fail sons of uh, the galactic yeah, empire yeah, just the, everyone who, yeah. all the mccains all, all the, the all the plane crashers come on it's, it's <laughs> it. but yeah yeah all the shitty pilots just sort of have coalesced around earth and yeah. they're just they're just stranded here <laughs> according to steger uh the, the other type of uh star people the utopians formed uh, the largest category of interviewees uh, the utopians appear to be uh, deliberate planetary colonizers who erected their space domes wherever they traveled in memory of the lifestyle of their world of origins. So I'm just going to quote Steger here directly and don't ask me what he, what he means here. They were themselves dome-headed, suggestive of highly evolved brain capacity and 
were similar in all recognizable aspects to Homo sapiens. We labeled them utopians because their descriptions of their social and political structures seem so idealistically perfect. Yeah, so they just have a perfect ideology. society yeah. out in the alien world, but they're living here for some reason. Cool. I love to make like an entire thought system based around the different usernames I, I go on to IRC with. The star people that Steger labeled as energy essences spoke of existences as disembodied entities of pure energy. Yeah. They were supposedly these mind spirit essences that were able to ex exist on inhospitable planets or even out in space itself. This, uh, I think this whole thing is just the cosmology of dissociation. Yeah. It's just like various lot. uh, lovely explanations for feeling completely outside of your own body or race yeah. or self. It really is. It's like it's sort of this grand metaphor. It's like, well, why am I here? Why is life like this? Why do I feel yeah. so alienated from everything? Because I am right. literally an alien. And they looked at the marketplace of realities and they went to the stand that smelled of Nagachampa. Yeah. And they wrapped themselves in a tie-dye sheet. And then they proceeded to drop acid into their open eyeballs. Then there are the helpers. Uh, these are people who claim to recall coming to Earth for the express purpose of assuming incarnations on the planet as part of a mission to raise the level of humankind's consciousness. So these are the people that like don't want to do the dishes, but they keep telling you shit like this. Yeah. They're like, my mission is more important, mom. <laughs> Here is an account given to Steger by one of these so-called helpers who... Uh, he describes as living as a school teacher in Colorado. In this dream, I am in a place of great, but not blinding light. Other beings are there. It seems that we are in a rather large round object hovering a short distance above Earth. I am being shown a chute-like passageway leading downward, and I am given to understand that I am to go through this chute. My feelings about descending are not those of joy, but more like necessity or duty. This all seems to be part of the plan. My last awareness is of passing downward toward the earth. There is no feeling of threat or danger, merely some sadness and separation from the other beings. The dream ends. The images remain. remain, 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 remain. So, yeah, a lot of these accounts are just like dreams or visions. Yeah. Like they're all, everything's disconnected and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Another man who spoke to Seeger gave this account. We lived in domed cities with translucent walls. We could fly, communicate with animals, transport ourselves instantly to other parts of our world. I remember our city as a golden color, a place of great beauty and calm. I came with others from my planet to help Earth through its birth pains into an intergalactic community and oneness. We were members of the priestcraft in ancient Egypt. We were alchemists in the Middle Ages. We are scientists and clergy in the modern world. Shortly after publishing Gods of Aquarius, Steger claims that he received a letter from science fiction author Philip K. Dick, in which Dick claims that he was one of the star people. That's what? Huh. This is real? I mean, this happened? Uh, this he, he says that this happened. I mean, and I guess Philip K. Dick didn't publicly contradict him. Cool. But um, that's fine. I don't know. That checks. That yeah. checks. He seems like he seems like he was just an alien from Earth. Philip K. Dick warning us what life was going to be like in 30, 40 years. Yeah, it's believable. The concept of starseeds were further popularized by Sheldon Niddle, who founded the Planetary Activation Organization. Uh, Niddle claims that starseeds come into their own human life forms with a sense of helplessness because they don't know their true identity, origins, and life purpose. But 
Starseeds can remember their starseed origin and purpose through an awakening process. Now, this leads to a natural question, Julian. Yeah. How do I awaken? How do you? Is yes? Is it? Is no, it? You're fu- you're not gonna. No, no. But how does in the how does a star seed awaken? Oh, a real one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Not just a hollow shell of a human being. Not just a shell, hollow shell. A p- right. person who's capable yeah. uh, of feeling and and hope and experience. Okay, these I'm, sort of things. I'm ready for the answer. Well, fortunately, uh, Niddle helpfully offers a this 12 minute meditative process by which these star seeds can activate. So here's how that works. Sit down. Close your eyes and start a series of three inhalations and exhalations. Inhale light through the top of your head and down into your body. Exhale all of the stress and worries you have down through your feet and on down to the earth for about one minute. Place your left hand palm up on your left thigh. Your right hand should touch the area one or two inches below your navel. This is an energy vortex. Ask the Earth Angels to come to activate this vortex center for you. Stay in this area for about four minutes. Move your right hand up one or two inches above the navel, another energy vortex, and ask the Earth Angels to activate that area for you. Keep your hand there for about five minutes. Now place a hand palm up on each thigh and ask the Earth Angels to send a confirmation that you have been activated. Wait about two minutes to receive. Now that you have been activated, you are ready to actively participate with the rest of the star seeds in doing rituals and in clearing and balancing your chakra systems. You are asked to stay attuned to learn other ways to help Mother Earth and the population before the Earth changes occur. Mmm, feeling groovy, Julian? Oh, man. I feel like I should light some incense. God, I feel so many energy vortexes. Mm. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. (laughs) 